listeners, and welcome to a very special episode of Garden Plots with Skeletor. I, Skeletor, have invited a guest to join me today. Not because I think that anyone knows more than I do about plants, but because I thought you might enjoy having another, more, wrong opinion. Joining me today is Perfuma, a princess from Etheria. Hello, Perfuma. I am sure you are honored to be here. Oh, yes. I always try to be open to what blessings the universe provides. And when I got this invitation to come here and talk about one of my favorite topics, plants, then I knew it was pointing the way to a gift of communion and sharing. A gift of the universe, right. So, plants are only one of your favorite topics, hmm? Well, what can be more interesting to you than plants? Though watching He-Man being crushed underfoot, his broken body destroyed by my deliciously cunning machinations is on par. Oh, uh, uh, no. I, I was thinking more like, like friendship and rainbows and kissing. I, ugh, are you kiss- Sometimes what? kissing under rainbows with friends. I have literally nothing that could possibly respond to that, so... I'm just going to ignore it and move on. Listeners, Perfuma has agreed to visit this podcast to offer her unique perspective on gardening. There have been accusations from some listeners that I am too strict. The word dictatorial came up more than once. To that I say, I am dictatorial, I am strict, and I make no apologies for it. Are you committed to botanical excellence, or are you simply trying to be a gardening dilettante without the first idea of how to care for a simple moss ball? If you will not rise to the occasion, then that is, as they say, your problem, my dudes. Oh, God. I think it's good to have high expectations, but maybe it's also nice to allow people to grow into their gardening experience. The way we allow flowers to grow and bloom, you have to give them time. You have to give them exacting care to get them to blossom. I am giving these listeners the precise doses of information necessary to prevent their failure. Not every flower blooms on a schedule. Mine do. Well, you may be a unique case. (laughs) A case of hard work and pure genius. Are you ready for the first gardening question? Absolutely. Very few people share my love of plants. It's so lovely to meet a kindred spirit. Yes. I have a question. You do? Wonderful! Yeah, I have a science exam on plant biology, and I'm working on the study guide. I'm so happy I can be here to help you. I know the answers to all of your plant biology questions. Why are you asking Perfuma? Um, I didn't think you'd want to help. Well, perhaps Skeletor and I can help you. Together. I help no one but myself. It's true. Yesterday, you specifically said, I help no one but myself, when I asked if you could pass me a pen. The pen was closer to you! Besides, if you wanted a pen, you should bring your own. The office supplies budget is very tightly controlled. I have literally seen you throw away a printer because you couldn't figure out how to refill the toner. That was clearly a single-use item. And anyway, I can be helpful. I am trying to help Eternia know the greatness of rule under Skeletor even now. I just... Choose not to help anyone but myself. Oh, that's so sad. What? No, it isn't. It's powerful. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that out loud, but I was so very sad for you that it just came out. You can't be sad for me. 
I forbid it. I can't help it. I just, I just, here. This is a marigold. Yes, it's a calendula. A calendula, yes, I, I know. Oh, okay. Well, good. Then you know how to take care of it? Do I know how to take care of it? Of course I know how to take care of it. What I don't know is why you gave me a calendula. Um, well, I was feeling bad for you, and making flowers makes me feel better, and also you were feeling lonely. The what? And I, it I, is hard I was to feel what? lonely when I someone feel lonely. How is dare giving you? you a flower, because first of all, you have a flower, which is always a friend. And secondly, there is a person giving you something for no other reason than they like you and want you to have something beautiful, which is inherently a friendly act. So that's two friends. And two reasons not to feel lonely anymore. I do not know how you so completely and utterly misread this situation. I am not nice. I am not helpful. And I most certainly am not lonely. Friends are for chumps. Weak, vulnerable, powerless chumps. Oh, oh no. Now I'm sad for you again. Have this hibiscus. I am not a chump. Oh, okay. If you just aren't open to what the universe is offering you, then I can't force you. Here, I'll take the plants back if you don't want them. Who said I didn't want them? I just said I wasn't a chump. I think they will work great in my bathroom. Oh, okay, great. See, look at us now. Communing. We absolutely are not. What questions did you have, Riley? Okay, so, first, how does photosynthesis work? Use the appropriate keywords from the chapter in your answer. I have a sheet with the keywords if you want to look at them. Pfft, what a simple question. Is this all they are expecting of children nowadays? I mean, you are in, what, fifth grade? 11th, actually. <laughs> 11th! No wonder no one on this planet knows how to properly water a plant. Right. Anyway, about the question, though? Oh, this one is easy. You shouldn't be so worried about it. Photosynthesis is when the plant reaches out the bright green of its soul towards the sun, and the sun reaches back with its rays to the plant, and they hug. And in that hug of plant and sun, energy is born, and that energy fills up the plant, feeding it and helping it push even taller and closer to the sun for more sun hugs. Actually, if you could use some of the keywords, that would be- Oh, no, those won't work. Here, let me show you through interpretive dance. Thanks, but I don't really think that- Oh, it's no trouble. La, 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 I wasn't trying to save you trouble. Like what you've done. There is no dancing in the recording studio. Why doesn't anyone read the rules list? Look, here's the real answer. The crafty, brilliant plants capture the sunlight which the sun so carelessly strews about and bends that light to its will, breaking it down into minion molecules which tirelessly work to expand the plant's physical dominion until they expire from exhaustion like any good minion should. Thus, the plant grows bigger, more powerful, and more evil. Why aren't you writing? Write that down. You didn't use a single keyword. Ugh. Here, let me help you by giving you a pen. Because I am capable of being helpful when it so pleases me. Fine, whatever I'm writing. Perfuma! Riley has received the correct answer. My answer. 
So stop dancing. Are you sure you've got it? I can keep dancing if you need me to. Nope. No, thank you. I'm good. What is your next question? What properties of water enable it to travel up through the roots and stems of plants to reach the leaves? Love. Submissiveness and the pliability to be used in service of a superior intellect. Did you two ever pass a biology class? I did, but I got into a lot of, not arguments, I don't argue, but differences of opinion with my professor. They were uh, loud differences of opinion, so overall it wasn't great, but my labs went well. Listen, I know my answers are right, and that's infinitely more important than wasting time asking who passed biology, or who actually took biology, or who technically knows what a biology even is. So give us another one. I'm ready to defeat your pathetic study guide. Fine. Why is the stigma very sticky? Oh, um, I'm not sure that's an appropriate question to ask teenagers. No, it's fine, really. It's not bad. This is just biology. In my day, biology was not this racy. You know, maybe we should just answer some listener questions. I'd hate to use up all of your time. You are a listener too, aren't you? Not really. I mean, kind of have to be in order to edit, but... Don't I mean, I would... undersell yourself. You are a listener, and you matter. I'll be the one to say who matters. I matter. That is all. You matter, Riley. Oh, um, okay... Guess we're hugging now. No, not in my castle. I forbid it. You matter. Okay, I matter. Enough hugging. Last question. How did eukaryotic photosynthesis pathways evolve from prokaryotic photosynthesis? Um... Uh... Actually, can I look at that list of keywords after all? Uh, repeat the question, Riley. Not that I need it, but for Perfuma. How did eukaryotic photosynthesis pathways evolve from prokaryotic photosynthesis? How about you just cheat? I don't want to cheat. I just want to know enough to get a B. Riley, true mediocrity is refusing to reach for greatness. And by greatness, I mean a cheat sheet slipped into your sleeve. Is that from your calendar again? Yes, I amended a few of the affirmations to better reflect my values. You know, I don't know if this will answer your question, but there are a lot of night-blooming flowers, so they use photosynthesis in different ways. You could write an essay about walking through a night-blooming garden. Even if it doesn't fully answer the question, your teacher will be happy you tried. I promise you he won't be. What about adding an interpretive dance? Dr. Chen is terrifying. He has repeatedly told us about how he missed his own mother's funeral to take a biochem exam at college. Oh, no. I think he's actually kind of glad it worked out that way, so he could spend the rest of his life telling that story. Well, look, I think that while I know the answer to your question, you cannot possibly hope to understand it, so you should just cheat. If you have some unfathomable aversion to cheating, I suggest you just knuckle down and blackmail your teacher the old-fashioned way. There, question's finished. Well, at least you tried. Aw, you're welcome. Yep, yep. Well, I need to go make some flashcards, but before we wrap up, we do have a listener thing. Listener thing? Yeah, one of them is a bartender who's written a botanical drink recipe for you. Ah, a listener that actually wants to give instead of always taking these pearls of wisdom that I throw before you swine. 
Did you set up a call-in line for listeners? No. Why would I do that? If they feel they must address me, they can plead for mercy by casting themselves at my feet or via Twitter like a normal person. Well, he left us a voicemail. I'm not sure how he did that. We don't have a show phone, and I don't give out my private number. But really, that's less important than getting to try this drink. Merman! Yes, oh, malevolent leader? You're on bartending duty. Come listen to this and make two of them. None for you, Riley. It's your own fault for being underage. Can do. Dear Skeletor and Plotters, My name is Lucas. First time, long time. You know how it is. I wanted to call in and let you know about a recipe that I've found that's really going to help you take charge of that basil that's overtaking your vegetable patch. I know many people associate basil with food, but these people are wrong and are greatly underestimating this tough little plant. Any apothecary worth their salt knows that basil has a long and storied history as a curative. It was said to mitigate the symptoms of malaria and was made into an ointment to soothe the sunburn. They also used it as a nerve tonic against stress and anxiety. And it's even known to promote longevity. You'll even find basil in such herby liqueurs as green chartreuse and even the mind-addling and often deadly absinthe. Also just saying, if you might have overindulged the night before in, say, spicy food and a surfeit of cocktails, basil will soothe that sour stomach of yours. Take the leaves of a sprig of basil and chop them up rather finely. Normally I would be saying only bruise the leaves, but in this instance I want you to cut them up. Show no mercy. A drink is at stake. Toss them into your martini shaker and be sure to lean over the shaker for a restorative whiff of its crisp, spicy scent. Add two ounces of botanical gin and a quarter ounce of absinthe. Fill the shaker three quarters full of ice and sprinkle three to four shakes of Peychaud's bitters into the mix. Cap the shaker and shake for 20 to 30 seconds until the outside of the glass frosts over. Strain into a coupe glass and top with two to three ounces of ginger beer. Garnish with a twist of lemon zest. Banish the surplus basil from your garden patch while also banishing the cobwebs from your sore and hungover head. Enjoy and keep up the good work. Oh, feels good to get back behind the bar. I actually have a degree in mixology, you know. Graduated top of my class. But of course, being a sea creature, I've always felt at home in school. Y- you know, because fishes swim in... No? Okay then. This is an interesting technique. I'd normally just muddle the basil, but without any fruit in the drink, it would be hard to break down the leaves that way without adding ice, and that would water down the drinks. Not that I'd normally object to things being a little bit more hydrated. I remember one time, I asked Skeletor if we could get a humidifier for my rub, and what does he do? He pours a five-pound bag of salt in my eyeballs. <laughs> my whole head shriveled up like a sun-dried tomato. I nearly died. <laughs> Such a kidder. Hey, these look pretty good. Reminds me of the brackish waters of home. Now, you two be careful with these. You know what they say. Absinthe makes the heart grow fonder. Nothing? All right, well, you guys enjoy your drinks. Here you go. Good. You may go back to doing whatever you normally do when you should actually be brainstorming ways to destroy He-Man. Okay, yeah, so that's decoupage mostly. It takes a little bit extra time because... You know, the scissors at Snake Mountain aren't exactly made to accommodate webbed hands. I put a note about it in the suggestion box, which, you know, Skeletor calls a wastebasket, and it's shaped like a wastebasket, 
Right, well, in that case, I encourage you to instead do what you would normally do when you are trying to hide from my wrath after you have said something impossibly boneheaded, which is extra impressive coming from an invertebrate. Fish are not invertebrates. And Riley, once we are done here, you can go join him. I am the best at biology and I will hear nothing different from you. Righto, enjoy your drink. Thank you. For an idiot, he's actually not a bad bartender. As long as you don't expect him to be able to identify mint. Let us see if this Lucas can fail me less profoundly than my minions. <coughs> you know it's not bad. Undoubtedly because my basil is so delicious. It is. It's very spicy, actually. Mmm. That's the dark opal basil. It tastes a little like cloves. Yes, that's such a pretty plant. They are quite lush. Several of my dark opal plants are variegated, which makes them really striking. Oh, I'd love to see that. Would you give me a tour of your garden? Well, I... Uh, sure, why not? Some of the flowers will be closed up for the night, of course. I'm sure it'll still look beautiful in the moonlight. I'd love to take a walk and keep talking. It is a magnificent garden. Let us finish our drinks and I will show you around. Do you need me to stay if you want to add any segments after? Hmm, that could be an idea. Get, uh... Perfuma's odd reaction to my agricultural acumen. Oh no, I like to take my time in gardens. Don't wait up. Oh, gotcha. Okay then. I suppose I can just tell you about how impressed she was the next time we record. Listeners, you have been blessed with the wisdom of Skeletor and the unconventional perspective of Perfuma. Come back next episode for more of me. Wait, you need to do the ad for this episode. But the moon could set soon. I'm sure you can read the ad. Perfuma, when you have been in the business as long as I have, you will stop assuming that any bar is low enough that it won't be tripped over. But she has at least shown she can read, so Riley, do the ad before taking off. Bye! It was nice to meet you. Cool, cool, cool. Great. Okay. So, uh, time for some words from this episode's sponsor, Blink Wine Club. Are you tired of spending all your money on wine? You could use this as an opportunity for a hard look at your choices. Or you could do like this ad copy suggests and sign up for Blink Wine Club, which will send you a curated selection of wines each month, each fitting your preferred flavor profile. Even though all wine tastes like stale juice strained through an armpit. Blink Wine Club, when you want to be able to plan your headaches in advance. Come back at the first of the month for a new episode of Garden Plots with Skeletor, one in which hopefully Skeletor will do his job. Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Perfuma is played by Megan Bob. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Drink recipe created and read by Lucas Brown. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at GardenPlotsWithSkeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at Garden underscore Plots. You can donate to Skeletor's schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash GardenPlotsWithSkeletor. 
Thank you for listening.